You're listening to the New Century Multiverse. Arlington Remastered. Chapter 19 The Escape. What is your name? My name is George Henderson. I'm just a farmer. I grow apples. And who is this? My wife. Her name? Louise. George Louise. You have just a few scant minutes left after I bite you. Beyond that point, the troubles you have will be gone. You should think about them as they fade away. Please, sir. We've harmed no one. All we do is grow apples. Shh. Do you think me cruel? No, that would be a misapprehension. If I were cruel, I would bite. Into George, like this. But leave Louise to watch her husband metamorphose. Then, after ten minutes, he would gladly rip her to pieces. Louise, I would not do that. I am neither sadistic nor driven by hatred. No. Those are your people's weaknesses. You can say your goodbyes to them. That is your understanding of the matter. No. How? How are you? How am I walking and talking in the manner of a man? Oh, I don't believe I will be explaining that on this recording. But you can trust that yours will be the same as the transformations you have witnessed, only much faster. You and several more like you today are going to help me to send a message to your leaders. They need to know what I am capable of, and they need to know for certain that they cannot stop me, and that to attempt to do so would bring about a disaster for them far in excess of what is about to happen. I love you, my darling. I love you. Louise. <laughs> when did you first meet George? What? It is of interest to me. He, he was... He, we were... When we were drafted together at this farm. <laughs> 1881. May 12th. He said this was the best job you ever had when we were out by the pond. But you were so shy. I... I knew, though, right then. Oh, God, I love you so much. 
What was it about Louise that you liked best, George? Please. Why are you doing this? What was it? <laughs> it's already happening. God. One last thing, George. Focus. What was it that you liked best about Louise? Eyes. Her eyes. Oh, that is a shame. Because if you keep looking into those eyes, then very soon they are going to change. The eyes that George loved will be gone. And her new ones will be watchful and fierce and cunning. And they will never come back to you, Louise. Neither will your worries and your nightmares. I want you to do something, George. Look at her. Watch those eyes change. Because I think that what you're becoming may still have an affection for what she is becoming. It has happened before. I am curious as to where the bond rests. But if you have a chance of retaining it, I would help you now. You should feel free to tear those clothes off yourselves. It will help your bodies find their new shape. Louise, what did you first love about George? Mint pounding merry-go-round. Those are words you no longer need. Your old world has passed away. You are beyond its border now. Sigh no more, lady, sigh no more. Men were deceivers ever. On foot on sea, and one on shore. To one thing, constant, never. Then sigh not so, but let them go. And be you blithe and bonny. Converting all your sounds of woe into hey, nonny, nonny. Now you are ready for a new world. From the Journal of Major Frank Butler, Washington, District of Columbia, March 7th, 1883. Things moved very fast. 
The crowd that had been milling back and forth down the road to the courthouse now surged up and past us. I spotted a cartographer I knew, picking people up as they ran and waved her over. Major Butler? Directors? Corporal Higgins, what's happening right now? Is the verdict in? That it is. Crowd turned real ugly, and they're beating on one another something fierce. Cops are joining in, too. It's goddamn chaos. But that ain't the worst of it. As she uttered the word Wendigos, so inappropriate for this time and place, I felt the chill hit each one of us, rippling down spines like an icy caress. Got out of there as soon as I could. Been trying to get these people to safety. Are you all headed to Langley? Are we? The crowd is moving too fast for all of us to travel safely. And if this rioting is racially charged, then pushing through would be suicide for us. Corporal, will you please obtain a horse and go to headquarters? Tell Laura Graham we're on our way, and that she's in charge until then. The army are going to be mobilizing to deal with this, no matter what. Tell the emergency team to focus on getting people back to their homes, but the ones who can't or won't need to be evacuated north, east, and south. But stay away from the army entering via the bridges to the west. Yes, directors. Major? Good luck, Higgins. (sighs) I'm going to need it. Are you thinking we should get to Barry? I am. It's broad daylight. Hundreds of people could see. We don't have a choice. Frederick, you won't be able to get a carriage through these streets now. Come with us. We'll get you to safety. Sergeant Powell, I'll have my security staff protect Mr. Douglas. Can you spread your men throughout the street to guide the crowd? Is this acceptable, sir? It is. Thank you, Powell. You've kept me alive with unarguable success. I want to see you resume that streak. Now you go help these people. Right you are, sir. Men! Fall in and follow me! Agent Lee took point and we headed northwest to Franklin Park. In the center stood the new statue of Commodore John Barry. Knowing exactly what was coming next, I marched the Arlingtons and Mr. Douglas right up to it and turned to survey the park. Several people were dallying, surveying this colorful, determined little procession with interest. Fire a warning shot. Straight up. Get out of here! There's trouble coming! Obligingly, the gawkers turned tail and scattered, just as the stone figure of the lady opened up to allow us inside. We proceeded with haste into the tunnels, and Lee and Thomas retrieved and lit torches from attachments on the inner wall as the doorway closed behind us, blocking out the daylight. All was quiet in there. The passages are real? Congratulations, you just joined the short list of people who know that to be a fact. Are we heading for your home? Should be safe down there. We have to get to Langley. This situation needs taking charge of right now. Agreed. How far to Lincoln? One mile south, and then another west. But then it's another eight miles to Langley, on foot, with a riot underway. And Wendigo's running around. I can call for a carriage to be there. We just need to get to one of the underground strong rooms with a link to the telephone network. Nearest is just below the Smithsonian Institution. It's a little further to walk, but it gets us quicker and safer travel above ground. Alright, let's get moving. The longer we debate this, the more people die. We hurried through the dark, echoing passageways, not speaking, keeping our breaths shallow as the air was stale and musty and our hearts were beating so fast we were already lightheaded. We were making good progress right up until the point that an ominous series of sounds alerted us to activity back the way we had come. 
There's a light back there. Who else has access to these tunnels? Only the highest ranking Washington officials. Can you hear that? Some of them can't get in through doorways in their homes. But if those homes are already compromised by... Run. Right now. You have been listening to episode 19 of Arlington Remastered, The Escape, written, edited, and directed by Alexander Shaw. Louise, performed by Theo Lee. George, performed by Matt Wardle. Thomas Arlington and Seth, performed by Alex Shaw. Major Frank Butler, performed by Spencer Lieb. Corporal Higgins, performed by Megan Hopwood. Frederick Douglass, performed by Paris Lilly. Sarah Arlington, performed by Maureen Foley. Agent Lee Ying Long, performed by Sharon Shaw. Sergeant Arnold Powell, performed by Jesse Ferguson. Tenebrous Brothers Carnival and The Escalation, composed and performed by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. Make Your Decision by Dan Philipson of Shockwave Sound. Many Soundscapes by Tabletop Audio. And if you aren't listening to Through the Wind Door, the incredibly in-depth New Century Multiverse fancast then you need to subscribe today and let the hosts Greg Downing and Toby Jungius take you deep into various interpretations, readings and deconstructions of each New Century book in turn. And these are released each week along with fascinating interviews with the cast and first impressions of every new book. And Panther Soul, the sequel to Tiger's Eye, is now available on Amazon.com in beautiful paperback form. And if you're on our Patreon at the $10 level or higher, then access to the ebook version is part of the bonus package you receive. The New Century Multiverse is funded by Patreon. Our $15 sponsors get credit every episode, so thank you too. Aaron Lecluse, Abel Savard, Alex Outridge, Angus Lee, Benjamin Hoffer, Brian Novak, Cassandra Newman, Chris Finnick, Christopher Wolfe, Kieran Dashler, Connor Kennedy, Dan Mayer, Daniel Salguero, Dan Hepner, Dave Hickman, David Sheely, Duran Barnett, Evan Jankowski, Finbar Nicole, Frankie Punzi, Greg Downing, Jameis Enright, Jesse Ferguson, Joe Crow, Joel Robinson, Johan Clayson, Joe G, Kat Esman, Kevin Vey, Lorraine Chisholm, Mark Luksh, Matthew A. Siebert, Matthew Webb, Michael Hasco, Sarah Montgomery, Tim Rosensky, Timothy Green, Toby Jungius, Tom Painter, Trey Contreras, and Valencia Burns. 